Hey everybody, uh, welcome to the Art of Relationship Show. This is going to be a hot topic, and let's face it, I might stir some stuff going on, and it might create an issue for maybe certain people, and that's okay, that's what I do. I love to stir things up, but I also want to challenge people to have a lot more connected relationship and look at what's going on in their life, in their relationship, in their marriage type of stuff. So the title of this episode, let's get right into it, is, you know, remember when you couldn't wait to get married, have those kids and the family and all those dynamics. And the reality kicks in that one of you or both of you will feel ignored, not a priority, not a teammate. And this stuff goes on and on and on forever and it goes on for a long time, right? And you have to remember, you know, right, you have kids, you have young kids. Now they're the priority. But I tell people all the time, step families are totally different. And a lot more is involved with a balancing act when it comes to this. But when you decided to have those kids, um, two of you, you decide to stay together, be married, have kids, whatever it is, what are you doing to still make the relationship a priority, okay? What happens is a lot of times one or both partners, persons in that relationship, you're going to feel ignored. You're going to feel not desired anymore. You're going to feel maybe not a priority, not love. I get it. The reality is you have young kids and they're going to take a lot of time, a lot of your attention uh, that's the way it is. But I tell people, if you don't make your relationship a priority, even a little bit, or make your partner feel connected, feel loved, feel desired, what's going to happen is that relationship or your marriage is not going to end well, <laughs> or it is going to one of you or maybe both of you might end up seeking that attention outside the relationship or marriage, meaning cheating, right? And, oh, I just said, yeah, so someone just mentioned, I get that, so busy with the kids and everything else that when they are gone, you lose everything. I agree. And this is one thing, you know, a lot of people come up and I know it's going to rub people the wrong way, but this is me. I love stirring stuff, but I'm a realist, okay? I look at the reality of life, not a fairy tale, not a fantasy land, and, you know, people get tired. You're exhausted. Uh, kids may be pulling, mom, 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 dad, 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 all the time. It's like you need your own time alone, let alone time for each other. And it's looking at what do you do to carve out even little moments and what do you do to make each other still feel important, still make each other feel desired, to feel loved. And I'm not saying it's easy. I don't have to tell you that. It's not easy. But if you don't do that, your relationship or marriage is going to end in a breakup, a divorce. One of you are going to cheat. No, I do not excuse or condone cheating. I don't want to be taken out of context. Oh, Greg is okay with people cheating. No, I'm not. I look at teaching people to understand what causes affairs, what causes cheating um, as, as a whole. Okay. So people don't get in that situation or they can heal it after it happens. Unfortunately, people aren't seeking help as a preventative measure. It's usually when the crap hits the fan, let's be real. Oh, 
Join in the chat down below, people, on Instagram and on the other platforms. And I'd love to hear your comments, your questions about this. And I hear this, Greg, but I'm exhausted. I hear that. I know that. It's very, I told you, I'm a realist. And it's looking at what do you do to be better partners when you have kids so you both have the energy to spend with each other. So you have that energy to give to one another, which brought you together. A lot of people will look at, oh, I can't wait to have the kids, the family, the wedding. That's all the marriage. I can't wait to have that. But they don't look at the work that it takes that goes into that. Or, you know what, one person might, you know, all want kids. And it's not always the mom. The dad might want them. The mom might be, eh, okay. So all the attention, the affection, everything goes to the kids. And then the one person, I said, they don't feel important. They feel ignored. They feel not a priority. All the attention goes to the kids and there's none left over for me. And that person needs to be okay with it. I'm like, no, they don't. Why would they be in that situation? I get it. From time to time with kids, family, it's going to happen, okay? Yes, it's not going to be perfect 24-7. But you need to understand and realize the facts. If you don't nurture your relationship or your marriage, it's not going to end well. I, I, I can almost go with the stats, okay? And you look at the causes of divorce. You look at the causes of affairs that are going on. Again, not condoning it, people. I know there's going to be people out there that love uh, using my words against me, but they don't tell you the whole story, okay? They don't tell you what I say in full. They only take bits and pieces out there in what's going on, okay? So I want you to have a better understanding, a better um definition of what I mean about what causes affairs, what causes divorce, breakups, marriage. It's using when one or both people, you don't feel important. You don't feel special. You feel ignored. You don't feel desired anymore. Or one person is supposed to, their obligation is just to be a paycheck, um, do help around the house, and that's it. It's like, um, like a roommate situation. Oh, you know what? We have kids now. You need to be okay with that. And I tell people, no, you don't need to be okay with that. From time to time, it's going to happen. Yes. But what are you doing to maybe get a sitter? What are you doing to make um, the kids, you know what? Maybe less of a priority at times than your relationship or marriage. And then one person wants to file for divorce, wants to break up, or you found out that your person cheated on them. And then you're so upset, you're so pissed off, you're so angry. How could you do that? And you play the victim role. I told you, I can be blunt. And some people, it's going to stir the pot a lot, okay? But I'm honest, okay? Um, Hey, Miss uh, Gilo, I think uh, a lot of them, I appreciate you tuning in. And throw your questions, throw your comments out there. So I'm a realist. And a lot of people will, maybe they get cheated on. They get broken up a divorce, and then you know, a lot of people will allow them to play the victim role, okay? What's going to happen is those people are going to, oh, my God, I feel sorry for you, that rotten jerk. I can't believe she cheated on you. I can't believe she left you. All this stuff, or he wanted a divorce. I, you're such a great person and all this stuff. And the people just love it, and they get sucked into that victim mentality, but they don't look at what they did to cause that happening. 
And like I said at the beginning, you know, the essence of this show is, you know, oh, I can't wait to have the family and the kids. But do you look at what it takes and what your idea is of that happy family, that happy relationship and marriage? Remember, outside of step family dynamics, you two are the ones that brought in those kids into this world. And I tell people, you need to make sure the relationship or the marriage is a priority, a top priority. That's the best gift you can give your kids, your family, is to have a happy, healthy relationship or marriage. That's the best gift you can give a kid because if the marriage or relationship is toxic and you're arguing all the time, so disconnected, and you stay together just for the kids, that will do more damage to the kids than you ending the relationship or divorcing, okay? That's um, substantiate what I'm telling people. What I So I'm not just pulling this up. It's not just a, my opinion based. It's based on my professional work with uh, couples. It's based on research, documented, empirically validated evidence in the outcome studies of this, okay? So you look at, Outside of exhaustion, what do you do? It's little things that can make you both feel connected. A simple little hug, a little kiss, okay? What about compliments and affirmations uh, to everybody? And I know you need sleep. The kids go down for a nap, take a nap with them, but I have to clean. I have to do, I get that. Everything will wait, but over time, your relationship or marriage will not wait any longer and it will reach its demise. And like I said, a lot of people will look at, they won't look at what they've done to cause the demise of the relationship or marriage. People are, you know, if it's human behavior, they love playing the victim role. I don't allow people doing that. And I'm, I'm aim, very compassionate, very caring. I do this because for over 21 years that I, I love people. I, I love helping people with heartaches, heartbreaks. So it's not that I'm a jerk or cold, not at all, okay? I'm a realist and I hold people accountable and I want them to hold themselves accountable. And I love it when I hear clients in my office, Greg, you know what? Yeah, I could have done this better. I should have done this better. So I'm all about that that they own their stuff, and I, I love it, and it's hard, and it's it's not easy, okay? <clears throat> but it's looking at the reality of, you know, can you maybe take a nap if you're exhausted when the kids go down, <clears throat> excuse me, and, you know, can you wait on the dishes? Can you wait on vacuuming or, well, if they're sleeping, you don't want to wake them up, right? Or sweeping or dusting. I get things need to be done, but you also, part of, having that healthy, happy relationship or marriage when you have kids, it's also about self-care. What are you doing so you do have energy for each other? What do you have, you know, for your person, your partner? What do you do to still have a little bit of energy? I'm not saying um, it has to be a lot all the time. That's unrealistic. But little things that you involve each other and that you're true partners, that you ask each other, hey, what do you think we should do with the kids here? Or what are your thoughts about that? And, or you totally make all those decisions and you clue out your partner, right? That's not being a partnership. What happens is, you know, your partner will start feeling ignored, start feeling closed off. They start feeling 
you know, ignored. Why am I, I'm only here to pay the bills, but a lot of people, oh, that's what you're supposed to do. That's your obligation. You're supposed to be okay with that and be miserable. I'm here to tell people and give them permission not to be miserable. Okay. I'm different. I'm, I'm different than a lot of textbook therapists out there and looking at what do you do to be there for each other? Yeah. Help with the kids, change diapers, help clean in the house, be partners. Absolutely. And make sure you show each other that you still love each other. You desire each other. You know, once you have kids and all this stuff, you know, alone time goes down the toilet, right? Time together goes down. That's what you do if you have friends, if you have family members. Can they watch the kids for a little bit while you spend time together? I don't care. You don't have to go anywhere. You can just be home or go somewhere, you know, very inexpensively and have somebody watch the kids so you two connect. You two maintain that relationship. Remember, I said, oh, how many people, oh, I can't wait to have kids. I can't wait to have that family. And then have you ever said, oh, I can't wait to be taken care of. I can't wait to have the kids and family and have my other person do all the work or have my person. I can forget about them and as long as they pay all the bills and take care of us financially, I don't want anything else. And I'm like, what? That's sort of selfish in itself, right? So looking at what are simple things that you are doing to connect with that person on a daily basis underneath the exhaustion, uh, uh, the kids throw up, right? The dirty diapers. I, I get it. Little text messages. Man, I list, I, I love you. I, I miss you. I, I don't want to lose us. Little things like that. Uh, oh, you're such a great mom. I love how you take care of the kids, or I love how, oh my God, you balance the kids and you work full time. Um, both parents, a lot of parents do that. I advocate both parents working, but I get it. You know, it's looking at how you manage everything. A lot of people look at the negatives that you're doing in the relationship instead of all the things you are doing. How do you value each other? And it's not looking at you didn't do this, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong. It's including each other and being true partners about, you know, maybe parenting styles, about discipline measures, about um, quality time with the kids, with the family, and definitely with each other. I don't want to get people in a situation where they're in my office right back here that um, one of them cheated. And I hear this, what caused it? What happened? And again, that doesn't excuse or condone it. Well, I felt like just a paycheck, Greg, or I felt not important. I felt like I was just the housekeeper and the mother. I, I can tell you, I hear all this stuff. And, you know, that's why I started talking to somebody else. They're not excusing or condoning it or blaming the other person. Like I said, we feel what we feel, but what we do with those feelings talking to somebody else, cheating, that's on us, right? However, I want the other person to look at, why would that person want to cheat on me? Why would that person need or want to talk to somebody else instead of me? A lot of people won't look at that. They'll look at the, the victim mentality. Oh, he did this, she did that, da-da-da-da-da. But when I ask, and I'd love people, hey, why do you think they cheated on you or to understand so I can heal all that and 
why do you think they wanted to talk or needed to talk to somebody else? Or, um, and I hear it, I, I hear it often. And it comes out in tears from men, from women, um, any gender. Greg, I felt like just a paycheck. I didn't feel appreciated. I felt like um, I was just an obligation. My job was just to pay the bills and provide food on the table. And that was it. I have no say-so in parenting. I have no say-so. I don't even feel loved, desired, appreciated. But as long as I'm paying the bills, I don't hear anything. That's sad, and that's heartbreaking. I have people that literally, my heart is breaking, and the other person is like, I don't, they don't do anything. There's no compassion, no empathy. So, and then you wonder why someone starts talking to somebody else, or they shut down, and you find out that divorce papers are filed, or they want to break up. How can you break up and leave me with all the, with the kids? How can you break, you know, break up and now I have to pay child support and all this stuff, but you're not looking at the foundations of what caused it, right? Remember, you couldn't wait to have the family and the kids, but what does that look like in a realistic aspect, right? I'm all about maintaining marriages and family dynamics, but I'm not for one maintaining unhealthy or toxic relationships or marriages, not at all. That will definitely harm the kids more than a breakup or a divorce, okay? So look at when you go into it, have a realistic aspect. It's going to be work. It's going to be uh, energy draining. It's it's going to be uh, very tiring, very exhausting, especially when you have young kids and you know, they're in diapers and you're potty training, toilet training, those type of aspects, right? It's grueling. Well, what are you doing to understand where each other is coming from, even through all that. Hey, do you feel like I'm involved enough? Do you feel like I can help? Some people, you know, I I want that, that partnership, okay? Looking at, hey, what can I do? Let me take the kids off your hands. You had them all day. Let me change this diaper. Let me do laundry, whatever, right? It's what that partnership looks like and what each other needs to feel like you have each other's backs and it's not making each other feel ignored feeling like just a paycheck, feeling like just an obligation taken for granted. Yeah, my job is just to pay the bills, but I don't feel loved. I don't feel desired. I don't feel appreciated. So why am I even here? But a lot of people have to be okay with that, right? Oh, you're supposed to be okay with that. Society, culture, that's your job as a mother. That's your job as a father. And I'm like, what? Maybe as a mother, father, But what is your role? What is your job as a partner, as a husband, as a wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, that type of situation, right? So a lot of people listening, I know Greg is unrealistic. I'm very realistic, but I'm telling you, if you don't focus on your relationship and on your marriage, even with kids, the exhaustion, little, you know, like I said, little tips, text message, you know, I love you. I miss you. Uh, I can't wait to kiss you when you get home. Little things, or I can't wait to kiss you when I get home. I can't wait to hold you, touch you. you I can't wait to hear your voice later. Little things like this can maintain that connection in the relationship when the time is limited, right? Um, The kids go to bed and you both are exhausted. You both want to sleep. 
can you just lay each other and hold hands or touch each other? Those are little ways that you can still maintain connection by just touching, holding hands. You might not have to say anything in that moment, right? And what are you doing to also allow yourself time away from the kids, not just when they're sleeping, but you can focus just on you two. It can be an hour. It can be a couple hours, whatever, you know, if you have friends, if you have family that are willing to watch the kids and they're safe around the kids, right? Even if they're family members, don't mean you want them watching your kids, okay? I'm a realist. So that type of aspect. And it's very, very hard for a lot of people that they don't have family around or close by. They don't have a lot of friends. They might move to an area, a new area, and they, you know, they don't have the family support, the friend network yet. They don't have, they can't afford a babysitter. So it's hard. I get that. And that's where I tell people little things to know you both are exhausted. Even acknowledging, I get it. You're working hard. You bust your butt. Acknowledging we're both exhausted instead of it turning into a competition instead of it turning into I'm more tired than you. Well, I've done all this. Well, I've done all this instead of I know we're both doing a lot. We're both exhausted. Now, what do we do to make each other feel important as much as we can? Okay. So these, I'm not saying it's perfect. Nothing's perfect, but I'm looking at what do you do to take a realistic look at how you want that family you've always craved, that marriage, the kids you've always wanted, and then you both don't feel connected. You don't even feel loved by each other, and you're wondering why someone wants to leave that relationship, wants to break up, wants a divorce, or ends up cheating, okay? Emotionally, physically, combination of both. Again, I don't condone, I don't ever promote cheating not at all, okay? I look at what causes it, what leads to it, so it can be hopefully prevented, absolutely, or it can be healed if it does happen, and looking at both roles where you both were at in that situation. Family, kids, marriage, it's hard, it's easy, but I, or I'm sorry, it's not easy, it's difficult, but I want to make it easier. I want to make it more fulfilling. I don't want it to be constant work all the time. I want you to have fun in your relationship, your family, your marriage, okay? I want you to have fun together so it's not always a chore. It's not always, you know, I want you to have enjoyment from each other, from that family that you've always wanted, okay? So, any questions on Instagram, check out my bio. My website is theartofrelationships.org. I'm revamping uh, my website and courses, actually, as we speak, so... Um, check it out, theartofrelationships.org. The courses will be up again, uh, hopefully within a week or so, okay? So I appreciate everybody. Peace and love from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate all the support. Um, throw out your questions. Throw me in the comments on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, wherever. Um, throw questions, comments. My passion is helping people. That's why I do this, okay? My passion has been helping Couples, individuals heal from trauma, broken hearts, cheating, betrayals. It's one of my special areas and, you know, sexual challenges as well, okay? So much love and peace to everybody out there. Peace and love. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.